0: For those who are new to this platform, um, this is a platform dedicated to impacting lives at the intersection of Christ's community and creation. And I'm your host, Toby Oladejo, and I'm super grateful um, for those who are new, for those who have been here, that you are still here. (laughs) We really have come a long way, you know, and to be honest and straight up from the jump, Um, you know, I kind of alluded to it in our last episode, uh, with Abena, I started a job in, started my career in September of last year, and it's been about six months or so, I'd say. Uh, and throughout that period of time, I've been able to work, uh, within a capacity that allows me to engage with startup entrepreneurs uh, as well as corporate innovation leaders within Chicago and Illinois. So as someone who, you know, is dedicated and passionate about creativity and how to connect dots, this was a pretty cool opportunity and has been since then, you know. But in the same breath, it's been challenging. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of uh, newness going on. And, and to be frank, it's, it's been beautiful. And holistic uh, as an experience. It's been filled with highs and lows. And uh, it's really exposed a lot in my heart regarding where I need to grow. Uh, a lot of the places where I've been inadequate. You know, you, you come into a, a different position. For me, that was post grad school. And a lot of things like just there's a faster pace, there's a different context, and the people that you're around are changing so inevitably you have to adjust right and for me whether it was work whether it was life whether it was in my spiritual walk people's roles in my life changed um you know even from like a high level i witnessed people that i was inspired by leave this earth and it led to a lot of inward reflection i'm sure some of you may have been impacted by the the death of virgil abloh um or maybe you had a personal loss in your family, right? Regardless of what happened, you know, someone leaving your life that has had a bit of an imprint on how you see the world is always uh, instrumental and it's always something worth digging deep about how their life can impact your future, you know? So with this new career in technology and STEM and innovation, um, I really began to think about what my life looks like <laughs> because now I'm being called higher, uh, not only in my career, but in my spiritual roles and in my commitments within the kingdom of God. And honestly, it's, it's stretched my capacity. It stretched me to love and to serve with my whole heart. But uh, as I thought about all of these things, there's like a clarity that I, I was really seeking And whenever you're seeking clarity, things kind of have to be put on pause. And the podcast was one of those things, right? Because as I'm learning these things about myself, whether it was my unwillingness to ask for help out of pride or the inadequacies that, you know, I was almost shameful of when in reality, all it takes is just humility and, and opening up um all these things were beautiful as i began to really shift my perspective as opposed to before where i would just be like man if if i'm not getting something i'm failing and then failure was associated with shame you know so as i'm learning all these things the fullness of what's possible within the context of innovation is also being shown to me right i'm being inspired to dream bigger um, think and plan more strategically, right? In this like project management role that I'm in. And all these things are happening at the same time. And, and the thoughts about what I once believed I really wanted um, were beginning to change. And it was, it caught me off guard a little bit because, you know, I'd be on calls and I'd see people really passionate about the work that they're doing. And I'm looking at, my, at myself and I'm like, man, what does this mean? What does this look like for me? <laughs> you know, like I'm in this job that's really dope and it's teaching me things, but I know it's not my end game. I know it's not the final destination for me. What's next? So as I began to, you know, walk into this new season of my life into 2022, my trust in God has really had to grow and new questions are being asked. What is success? right for me for my for my endeavors right for this platform but most importantly what is success in God's eyes you know and I would definitely encourage each of you listening whether you're a creative or a mom or you know a change agent in your community to think about these things as well right I was asking myself questions like what are my motives am I finding joy while I'm creating or is this just output I would see myself doing a lot, but not really expressing myself. And and the moment, for instance, this podcast became an obligation as opposed to something that I was doing in love and in service, I had to really take a step back and zoom out once again regarding what is what is this really doing for me? What is How have I disconnected from the original purpose of, what I started this with. So, you know, as I'm thinking about all these things, more questions, more, more answers to those questions are unfolding. And um, it's been, it's been amazing because my rumination over these questions is uh, essentially what led to this pause. It's, it's what led to me thinking, okay, maybe it's time to close the door on season one and come back for season two with, A deeper understanding of what this looks like moving forward and the beautiful thing about this uh, platform is it's always served as an important reminder to me that everything I do is an extension or a byproduct of myself which means like the clarity and the purity of my mind and heart must be on and in tune with God, straight up. Like, Or otherwise, the driving force behind this vision can't progress. That's complex but simple all at the same time because when you think about it in your own life, um, whatever you're creating has to come from a place of authenticity. It has to come from a place of honesty. And when you are in tune with who you are, you can begin to identify and then activate what it is that you want and I'm in that process right now <laughs> you know I'm and that's that's like what I'm learning as I'm sharing in real time while doing that inner work all at the same time as well you know so in that breath many of your messages that you've shared whether it's like through Instagram or text or um, Facebook, right? They've been, they've been speaking to the impact of this platform in your own lives. And it's been super encouraging to me and consistently reminds me of how important it is to create within that right state of being. Um, but it's also showing me the importance of building in public. There's an importance of building in private, obviously. But when I say building in public, I mean, showing people your humanity. Like if you look at the, the life of Jesus, there was a moment where um, prior to him being crucified on the cross, he opened up to three of his closest friends and let them know that he was overwhelmed. He let, him, he let them know that he was like tired. He let God know that he would rather not do this, <laughs> right? But ultimately, it was God's will that he wanted done in his life. And, um, in a similar way with us, it's important for us to, as one of my my good brothers in the faith tells me, share our weaknesses and show our strengths. The things that we're good at should naturally be exuding from our person. But it's the sharing of your weaknesses that's tougher it's the sharing of the blockades in your life. It's the sharing of those moments where you actually don't know what you're doing and being open and honest about that for the sake of your growth that allows you to actually make a deeper impact than you ever thought you could in, in the thought process of you trying to hide that. Right. So for me, as I think deeper about who I am, um, and, and what I want as a byproduct of that initial understanding. Season two is about to be lit, <laughs> long story short. Season two is about to be lit because for me, I'm going back to the basics, right? I'm going back to a holistic assessment of what it is to impact lives at the intersection of Christ, community, and creation. And um, that isn't always the easiest thing because uh, sometimes a person might think these worlds can't really coexist. Oh, how can faith be mixed with worldly concept or people who are doing more um, secular jobs, right? Or create in, in atmospheres and environments that don't really allude to Christ-likeness. Um, but I would, I would argue that in my very experience and in my life, I'm living proof that that's possible. <laughs> I've been able to have amazing relationships with people across the spectrum of atheist. I don't believe in anything, but I have a crazy work ethic. Um, that is in in nature the essence of Christ, right? Um, to people who can preach the word of God in a way that will literally shake you, <laughs> um, but may have no real ties as much to people in a secular sense, right? So from the jump, the empowerment project, the mission has to bridge that gap. It's always been to bridge that gap between, you know, potential and purpose through faith and creative innovation. And as I continue to think about those questions that I asked earlier, what is success? How do I create this environment? How do I start the conversation around these things that for me at least, aren't easily accessible. It's a matter of me allowing God to fill my cup up. Because in these last couple months, I've noticed that me trying to figure that out on my own is just not sustainable. And it's not a reality that's worth chasing after if in the end I'm gonna be burnt out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is, this is important inner work. And I'm glad that you all get to be a part of that journey. I hope that each of you in your own walks with God or walks with yourself if you don't really have a relationship with God. Um, I hope they, they lean toward the, se- the side of honesty. I hope they lean toward the side of you being real with yourself um, and being real with God because it's in you foregoing your pride and saying i need to i need to figure this thing out that i believe god can really begin to work in your situation and i'm saying that declaring that over my life too because i'm in real time understanding that there are just things that i need to allow god to really um clarify for me as opposed to me trying to pick and choose and seek and search (laughs) for the answer in my own strength. And um, I know a while ago in episode three, there was actually a topic that was really uh, important to me at the time. And it was this notion of one, trusting God, but two, trusting yourself. And I want to return to that topic, but add a couple more layers, because I think We're kind of back there, but within a new threshold. I think the thing about God is there are moments where he'll take you through something for the sake of you learning about yourself, about how you need to grow. And then when you get taken to another level, some of the residue from that past season still gets brought in. And now it's just time to like just blow it out, just completely make sure that you get it this time. And I believe that that is where I'm at in my journey. So thankfully, I'm, I'm glad I have a lot of great people in my life to um, point me in the right direction, which is the Bible <laughs> for me. And um, I want to share some of the things that I've been learning over the last couple weeks with you all in the hopes that you too, if you are in this you know, part of your life where you're kind of at a crossroads and you're trying to understand um What should I do, right? How should I go about this? Ultimately, who am I <laughs> right? Because you need to understand that first. Um, then I hope that this speaks to you. So one of the things that I've been hearing from God lately is this question of, Toby, what do you want? I've been hearing it like the last couple weeks, and it's been like a really loud gong in my ear. What do you want? What do you want? Funny enough, I'd been running away from really sitting down with that question and taking the time to really answer it because I think I allowed it to be so overwhelming in my in my heart instead of just being real with the fact that maybe I just didn't know what I wanted, which was the truth. <laughs> and that allowed me to dig even deeper and get to a place of understanding that that's exactly what I should have acknowledged in the first place. I didn't know what I wanted because I still have layers to uncover regarding who I am. And it pointed me to this, um, this moment in the Bible with an individual by the name of Solomon. Some of you may know him uh, as the wisest person who ever lived. Um, that's what the Bible says about this king who was the son of another king, by the name of David, who was called a man after God's heart. And one night, this individual Solomon, and this this story for context is in 1 Kings uh, chapter 3. And in that story, God pulls up on Solomon in a dream. And he asks him to tell him what he wants. He's like, yo, ask me whatever you want. And I'll give it to you. And I learned a couple things in Solomon's response that I thought was really powerful in my journey at the moment as a creative, as a son, as a brother, as a friend, as a leader. Solomon was given the opportunity of a lifetime. Dog, if God ever asked me explicitly in a way, what do you want? in our fleshly vanity driven nature we're like gee i want 10 milli i want generational wealth i want you know like you're just naming off all these things right understandably justifiably even but here's what solomon said to god and it's something that i think we can all learn from here's a a king who has a lot of people he has to administer justice over and be in tune with the first thing he does is he's he's he responds in gratitude right so setting the stage he responds with a heart of thankfulness and i think that in and of itself is something that we tend to over we, we we don't like look at it as important as important um because we're more concerned with the response of, oh, what did Solomon say? What did Solomon say? But he started off the conversation by saying, God, you've been so kind. <laughs> you've been so kind to, to me, to my father, and you've allowed me to take on this responsibility as the, the current king. But then he switches into a deep heart of humility. In the latter half of um, 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 7, he says, I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. That's tough. To admit to yourself first that even though I was given this role, I'm not deserving of it. I don't have the capacity to do this. And not even in a way that's like, negative self-talk it's more so like this just is what it is i'm not gonna front for anybody here i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) and that's how i felt when i started my job sometimes that's how i feel period you know as someone that's trying to navigate this this life as a creative and as someone that wants to enact change in my in my locale and in my area of influence Sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes I look out at the world and I'm like, this this thing that I believe I've always wanted to see, that I've always wanted to be able to engage with, does not exist. Granted, there's nothing new under the sun, but for what I'm seeing under the sun, I ain't (laughs) seeing the thing that I, I want to build. And God, I need help. I don't I'm a child. I'm a little child. And Solomon's acknowledgement of his inadequacy, essentially, it allowed him to be released of pride and vanity and get to a point where he now has the clarity to know what he really needed in order to be a ruler. So the question I would ask you and the question that I've asked myself as well is, in what areas have you not accepted and vocalized? to god your inadequacy because if that's the first step then we need to recognize whether we've even done that or not we need to recognize whether we've been humble enough to reconcile with our incomplete our incompletion essentially you know so from there with the humility and the clarity that solomon possessed it was actually like an indication that he was really he was self aware. He knew himself. It's crazy that sometimes we think you not knowing what you should do or you not knowing what you're capable of is a, is a, a sign of like immaturity. But I, I believe that it's you knowing that you don't have something and being comfortable and ready to be educated that actually is a cleared and like indication of how much you really do know yourself because you're not trying to prove anything to anyone at this point. You're like, hey, I've laid down my pride. I'm ready to work. (laughs) I'm ready to be healed. I'm ready to be changed. I'm ready to be um, given the clarity that I need to move forward, right? So very much like check yourself before you wreck yourself energy. (laughs) And um, it's like when you know the fullness of yourself and that includes the shortcomings, it it really does allow God to help you understand your identity. And that's essentially what we are doing this life for, right? Like God is trying to show us that it's cool if you try to do this life by your own means, you know, you can try that. It's so many people have, and you can look up the data for how that turns out. But watch what happens if you lay down what you think you should do and abide in me. And it's crazy, cause sometimes I feel like it's a cliche, but it really is a constant reminder. It's literally written throughout the Bible in so many different ways. If you look at, for instance, like Matthew six, all the way at, you know, verse 25 through 33, Jesus is talking about us not worrying like god knows what you need i got you best believe i take care of the flowers every day i take care of the sky the sun goes up and sets every day i got you so be humble real quick and allow me to do the work i need to do in you so that's that's like the beauty of his initial response to god solomon in this case So the next thing that he does is in verse eight, he assesses his reality. Then he recognizes his need and then he sees the gap that God can fill. So this is kind of where our work comes into play. Like when you think about a project that you have to manage or you think about, um, you know, something that you want to create, you have to establish what the goal is um, and, and the need And then fill out the opportunities where you can receive help. Who are the people that do what you're missing better than you or the best? And then asking them for that assistance. And in the midst of this question that God asked Solomon, again, ask me whatever you want. Solomon says, your servant is here among the people you have chosen. A great people, too numerous to count. Or number. So, give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. So, again, he assessed his reality. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen. Two, he recognized his need. A great people, too numerous to count or number. You've given me a lot of things to, to manage. I have a lot on my plate. And then thirdly, he sees the gap that God can fill and asks, So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. So here we see that in Solomon's humility, he outlined his current state of being and illustrated to God how he could enhance that reality and help him be the most effective person that he could be through God. And what was so interesting about this is, you know, the story continues and and you can read basically what God says to him, which is long story short, yo, I'm really pleased by that answer because you could have asked for me to defeat your enemies. You could have asked for wealth. You could have asked for all these things, but instead you asked for wisdom that's rare. And because of that, I will grant you more wisdom than anybody who has ever ruled before or after you. And the craziest thing on top of that is he added all the things that in his heart he may have wanted to ask for, which was the wealth, which was the kingdoms, which was the all of that. He gave that to him on top of the discernment to do right in the midst of his people. So the message for me at least was like, God is really pleased, he's really happy when we keep it real with him. And when we keep it real with ourselves, right? Like, There's so much more God can do when we're open with the fact that we're not where we wanna be. We're open with him regarding the help that we need. And that's something that I've had to learn. That's something that I'm continuing to learn as I move into season two, season three, and however many more. And that is going to lead to a lot of changes. That's going to lead to a lot of iteration, which is beautiful. And I hope that for each of you, you ask yourself these deeper questions. Who am I? What are my motives? What does success mean to me? Most importantly, what does success mean to God, right? Where do I need to vocalize my inadequacy to God? How can I be more humble regarding the truth about who I am right now in this moment? And am I willing to let God in? Again, I've probably said this in several different ways. So for me, it's another reminder but it's always going to be something that changes because we're going to God willing go from one stage to the next and in those different areas of our lives we always have to re refine our trust in God and with that new level comes greater trust with that more, with the more capacity he gives us requires more trust <laughs> requires more of our willingness to allow God to give us the direction we need. So I'm really grateful for the role that this podcast has played in my life so far. Um, and the platform itself is one that's growing. I'm really excited for a lot of the things that um, I'm going to be releasing this year different capsules, different experiences. Um, but I want to reinforce the fact that this is a work in progress because I am a work in progress and so are you and whatever it is that you are working on, it's best that we don't push ourselves too hard um, and allow God to do the pushing for us, right? It's best that we don't overthink as much um, regarding some of the things that, Don't require as much thought right which is kind of like putting the gas in the car right toby make content around the things that are constraining you so that it actually forces you to be more creative that's something that one of my homies told me and it changed my world you think about different musicians who or artists who paint or sing or create from their place of Lack, right? Not emptiness per se, but it's coming from a, a sentiment of like, I don't see this in the world. I don't recognize this in a way that's resonating with me. And instead of me waiting on someone else to do that, I have to be alongside others who God pl- places in my life. I have to be the one who goes about creating that, right? Like, you are the person that you want to see in the world. That's exactly what he was telling us in Matthew five. Like you are the light of the world. You can't be hidden under a lamp. You gotta be out here, you gotta shine. Why? So that others can see your light and know that it comes from the source of that light, which is God. So again, I'm really grateful for these moments. I'm really grateful for these seasons of refinement and clarity um, because I know it's it's going to produce something way greater on the other side of my humility. And yeah, let's look back at this five years from now and see <laughs> how things play out because I'm excited for what's to come. But yeah, I, I really do hope that this um, inspires you to think about who you are. I hope that this message inspires you to ask yourself those tough questions. Um, And I hope it also inspires you to let go of the notion that everything has to be set in stone now before you start something, before you take a little step, because that's exactly what creation is. It's iterations. It's It doesn't look that amazing now, but because I started and continue to try each time, it'll get better and better. So with that, I love you all. Um, I can't wait to continue this journey with you. And as always, stay up and stay blessed. Peace.